0: a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet i'm elizabeth and let's see if you guys can guess my tagline this week it's gonna be pretty easy the truth hurts and i'm not talking about being pushed into a wall whitney
1: whitney from southern charm
0: (laughs) (laughs) yep julia you're so right salt lake city whitney
2: I'm so bummed that Southern Charm Whitney and Naomi are broken up, by the way, or just not together anymore. So sad.
1: Yeah, but like every relationship Whitney's had, they're going to continue having sex like for the rest of their lives, probably.
0: Okay. Thank goodness. Gross. We're also joined by my friend and (laughs) co-host, Mr. Alex Moran. All
1: right. Mine is um, another one of my pitches. Not really a tagline, but this pitch is for Craig. You know how he has sewing down south? Mm Mm-hmm. Shouldn't his law practice be suing down south?
0: Ooh. Wow. And his cocaine distribution business can be snowing down south. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it took me like a week to come up with mine. That took you like one second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why I'm always stealing your awards, Alex. <laughs> we well, are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I set off your fireworks,
2: but if you touch my girlfriend, I'll go off like a firework. Oh, Julia, that was great. Good Craig. Another Craig. Craig is really taking Alex
0: and I on a ride of our lives. Oh,
1: (laughs) I know. What happened? (laughs)
0: I need to talk about Winterhouse, but I'm going to put it off to the end because I have so much to say. I need to calm down because at this point I am feeling like Craig, so I need to settle into myself. Okay. Um are you okay, starting with Salt Lake City today? Oh, oh, oh. oh, yes, I am. All right. Miss Whitney Rose is doing too much and I think that she thinks she's doing a great job, but About two minutes and 45 seconds in, we get this quote from Whitney. I'm starting to realize now because of the abuse I suffered as a kid, I never learned how to stand up for myself or how to set boundaries with people. And now I'm able to hold boundaries with other people and other people are struggling because they're seeing me in a different way than they were expecting.
1: Huh? (laughs) She's also not changed her behavior at all. No. (laughs) No. She's been since the beginning of the series.
0: What? I'm having a hard time because Heather turned on Whitney. But I feel like Heather. What? Okay, hang on. See, this is. I'm getting all confused. This happened last season on Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. I am. Heather is upset because Whitney's saying insane shit the Mm -hmm. jazz tickets blowdrop situation. And Heather's not backing her up, which is making Whitney mad because Whitney feels like Heather is lying, which I don't think she is. But Heather's reaction to it is so big, it's making me wonder if there's something else there. Discuss. Okay, this is my theory. When Whitney announced
2: her abuse, I think Heather was none the wiser. And so... I think that Heather feels like we're so close. I sit and watch you break up with the Mormons in your bar. Like I'm here for you every step of the way in your life. Yet you're telling me this major revelation in a group setting. And then expect us. Whitney's basically asking us to use this abuse as a trump card. On everything that's happening in her life, and a hundred percent, there's just annoyed. Classic
1: housewife strategy.
2: Yeah. Also, I have to say that I am like, uh, to quote Beverly Hills, if you don't say what it is, we're gonna fill in the blank. And I think Whitney's brave to talk about her struggles, but she's also not saying what it is, which is fine. But then we're just filling the blank, and we don't know how to relate to her really specifically Especially that
1: scene with her half siblings where I truly had no idea what was going on
2: no I'm assuming it's the dad because that's the one common denominator
0: with all of them but I don't or like know like an uncle from no, the dad's yeah. side right she said that the brother and sister had different kinds of abuse and she has the right to privacy but then we end up in this thing you brought it on bravo so then I feel like yeah. an asshole being like, explain yourself. And she doesn't get to use it as a trump card. What she's saying about Lisa Barlow is absolutely horrible, but it did lead to one of the best moments, which was the Lisa Barlow Meredith hug. Oh, I did that like that. That was
1: the most cinematic moment in Bravo history. The framing of it, them in between a divided Heather and Whitney,
0: amazing. Out of focus. And mm-hmm. Heather turns to Whitney, and Whitney won't turn to Heather, and we zoom in on the hug. I was like, boom, Emmy, done, call it a season.
1: <laughs> My theory about the Heather-Whitney uh, thing is I think that they both kind of went into the season with an agreement. We're going to be, like, softer on Lisa. We're going to be kind of, like, pro-Lisa, you know, but based on, like, what I talked about, like, last time about, like, the pushback. Yeah, and then absolutely. for being so negative towards Lisa. And then Whitney kind of broke from that narrative and tried dragging Heather in with her. So it's a mix of that and a mix of what we saw with, like, Vanita and Naomi on Southern Charm, where it's like, well, these were, like, each other's, like, confidant or whatever. And now Heather's just been blindsided by her. So... Her reaction is a little big, though, and it harkens back to me also just thinking that she's trying to emulate her beloved Jen Shah, who used to treat her this way back in the day. So, Oh,
0: mm, interesting. Well, mm-hmm.
2: The lack of Jen Shah leads me to my worry for Salt Lake, and that is, as we dined with the last four remaining women, we have a staffing issue on Salt Lake City. We've lost Mary... We're losing Jen for 50 years, as Heather kept reminding us in scream form. I know. And Heather, stop talking.
1: <laughs> She's going to prison for 50 years.
0: <laughs> Jen's face. <Ooh. laughs> and Mary
2: and Jen were the fun ones. So now we have these four white women. And I don't want to call Angie. I don't. So I we don't. No, something new. Uh-uh. no. You're
1: right, though. We need a wild card because they all think they're the voice of reason
2: for the mm-hmm. show. Yes. And they all think they're the stars of the show, which is hilarious. (laughs) But the real star, Jen Shaw, has left
0: the building. (laughs) I have to say, best turnaround has been Lisa Barlow, who people could give or take, including us, who could not tell her apart from Meredith. And people love Lisa Barlow. Like, she is a queen that people are loving. And I think if they bring Angie on, know what we're going to get? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. No Angie.
1: I don't think Lisa's going to let Angie be on the show based on that preview where she's like, I'm just not going to talk to you.
2: That is so <laughs> great. What a queen.
0: Ironically, she could pull a Beverly Hills and refuse to film with Angie, which would solve this problem.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Doing God's work because Mary's not there.
0: All right. You know what? We brought it up too many times. You guys ready for Beverly Hills?
1: Yeah. Okay. It was a good segue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, In our group text this week that we put out a meme that said something along the lines of that when you're trying to have a segment about your book where you talk about escaping bill cosby and trusting your gut even though you're a young and it turns into a wacky little moment about running recycling and a picture of garcelle's face we put memes out there and every once in a while we'll get somebody with just the worst take ever in the comments we got a lot of comments on that post i click on it Every single one of them was in support of Garcelle. And then the day that that episode aired, it was Garcelle post after Garcelle post. People were horrified by how she was treated. People were calling out Andy for his racism towards her, which we've kind of talked about before. And I mean, like, I'm actually very impressed that the Beverly Hills fandom rallied around Garcelle because that was that was horrific.
1: I understand a lot of the hate that Andy gets all the time, but like by and large, I think that Andy generally does a great job at the reunions, except for the Beverly Hills ones. He always drops the ball of what I've seen and he always ends up like making light of the worst issue. Why do you think that is? Why do you think he cuts Beverly Hills the most slack?
2: I think he's personally really good friends with Kyle and Mm -hmm. Lisa Rinna. Mm. I really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're there doing the work. Like Rena got booed at BravoCon. Like, would you fire her? Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, she like loved it. She like turned into like, well, I'm the heel of the show now. And like, I'm going to embrace that. So.
0: Yeah. Her challenging him to put her on pause though. But they glossed right over that. Whatever his reaction was, they cut it. What a great Dorinda shout out though. <laughs>
2: The big tragedy of the recycling, non-recycling, is it let Kyle off the hook again.
1: I guess it's probably true, but still, Rinna like taking the bullet for that is so stupid. It just turned the whole thing into like a joke. I don't know, it made me feel icky. It was
0: super icky. They didn't own it until the reunion. I have two ways that I want to go with this, our coverage. I have something to be said about Kyle and I have something to be said about the downfall of Renna. Which one do we want to cover first?
1: Kyle, save Rina for last.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kyle. She is attacking Crystal too much. It's not. It's not making sense to me. And I think that Crystal actually made a great point. Sutton made a comment that was a microaggression, and she didn't realize it. Crystal and Sutton talked it out, and now they're in a better place. That is the exact same thing that happened with Kyle accusing garcelle of not paying for something or i don't remember exactly what it was um it was the charity not paying for her charity bit Mm -hmm. right thank you so garcelle explained the optics kyle and garcelle worked it out kyle understands what she said now those are the same thing in my mind and kyle's evidence for they're not is yeah but yours is messy and you guys can't close it the reason they can't close it is because kyle keeps bringing it up
1: Kyle's just so mad that Crystal challenged her, and that kind of, like, got the ball rolling on Kyle actively being challenged for the rest of the season by people, I think. So rarely is Kyle called out for anything, and Crystal called her out in a huge way that, like, made Kyle, like, nearly cry, like, near the start of the season, and then kind of, like, broke her walls down. So I think she's still harboring, like, animosity towards her for that. And she's just jealous of her, she, Crystal's young, Kyle's not young. There's a lot you can read into it.
0: Yeah. You think so, Alex? Do you think it's mm-hmm. just that?
1: Well, it definitely adds to like her not understanding Crystal's points at all, just a generational difference. And she thinks that Crystal's like allowed to get away with stuff because she's talking in like a different generational speak than she is, and that bothers her.
0: Cut to Dorit's safe space has to go to a five-star hotel.
1: <laughs> Doree was awful to Sutton this episode.
0: <laughs> oh, Alex, don't you dare cheese. You're gonna steal my award, which you're gonna love. Okay, okay.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, my other Kyle thought is they did a flashback of Brandy pushing Kyle down the stairs, which really was Kyle was invading Brandy's personal space. Brandy pushed her, there happened to be a stair there, in my opinion, and I don't like Brandy, so I'm not a Brandy apologist. I think Kyle grabbing Sutton's arm is way worse than that.
1: And her trying to be like, ah, oh, that's just a joke we have.
0: <laughs> well, she screamed at her that you didn't
2: have two miscarriages. That was insane.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that Sutton I, and- shut that down, though, and was like, that is not, like, a thing we do. That You were, like, hurting me.
0: <laughs> but we just yada yada through that. Done. That's it.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: But I
2: feel like the internet gets that garcel Crystal, and Sutton are The people to stand behind. Right. Yes. 100%. Which is why probably Kyle's trying to take Crystal down in the worst way possible. Anyway.
0: Which leads me to Rinna. I think what could actually be the nail in the coffin for Rinna was Rinna insinuating that it was Beverly Hills' production behind the bots.
1: Who bought the bots?
0: Who bought the bots? but i think that her insinuating that is like kind of crossing a line where now you're hurting workers, you know what i mean? So, i don't mm-hmm. know. That would be
2: the thing that got rid of Rena if she in fact goes.
1: It's Which, her like yeah. trying to remind everyone that it's a show and then by proxy that she's not really a bad person. It's all like the show. It's just as this a story we're telling. Mm-hmm. You know. Which is <laughs> the worst
2: thing to tell an audience people who are watching (laughs) reality television
0: this is a documentary who knows she's awful (laughs) yeah do we want to do potomac next so then i can have one more segment to get out my uh winter house angries
1: yes sure
0: all right let's do potomac chris segment in two parts chris and ashley and then chris and giselle what do we think about the ashley text
1: Before we started recording, we were talking about how I'm the token straight guy on the show. (laughs) So from that perspective, I'm going to give Chris a big benefit of the doubt here. I think him and Ashley have had their problems because of her and Michael in the past. I think them splitting is opening a path towards like, well, maybe she can be like friends with me and Candace. Now, I am the manager at this hotel. I do need publicity for it. I'm giving him all the benefit of the doubt there.
2: Mm hmm. He also didn't invite her over. He responded to a story. He was like, oh, you should have come up. She probably would have gotten free drinks. Like I, and it wasn't, it's not a text message, which I find a little more intimate.
1: He's, I would imagine he's smart enough to like know that if it was anything sinister, like that would have come up, you know? (laughs) Instantly. But
0: then that (laughs) being said, I think Ashley handled it really well. I agree. And I think when Candace was like, no, he's the manager, Ashley said, didn't know that. Never mind." Without the manager thing, it's kind of weird knowing that he's like, the cameras might still be there. Ashley should come up. I totally agree with you guys. I think this was innocent. Who I don't think is innocent is Giselle, who is trying to make this something it is not.
1: There's nothing. You can't defend that at all.
0: (laughs) No
2: One, the reunion was taped months ago. Two, she's in a weird spot with her ushering Katie over to Ray. So that's at the top of this episode so already she's getting messy with other people's marriages and so it just puts her in a guilty position going into this seven months post incident issue she's having with chris it's the worst storyline anyone's ever thought of it's super sad it's just gonna piss candace off and I don't want to have to see Dorothy come in to fix it. I hate Dorothy. (laughs) I want Candace's mom to stay away.
1: Yeah. Giselle knows she's starting shit. She like it when Candace leaves the studio, it just shows Giselle like smiling like, well, (laughs) Well, I
2: (laughs) I think Robin might know the plan also because Robin had the breakfast where she was starting to separate from Giselle by quizzing Giselle on her own messiness. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, no one's agreeing with this. I hope Giselle drops it. I think Giselle was reaching, if she, if it was Chris saying, I need to talk to you, going into a hotel room and shutting the door, that's one thing. But he didn't shut the door. They never talked about shutting the door. And he was just there trying to smooth things over after she brought up different drama about Chris. Again, I'm going to say Chris is innocent in this situation.
1: I'll still go back to Ashley for a second. I mean, it did cut back to like, we well, remember that one time where like Candace told Ashley about the DM from Michael. So it was just like, you know, giving it back.
2: And I'm proud of Candace taking that information on in such a cool, calm, and collected way. Mm -hmm. Look how far we've come. This cast
0: is very kind to Giselle because Giselle is throwing an (laughs) awful lot of small-shaped stones for somebody who lives in a glass house.
1: But you know what? I love her.
0: (laughs) Oh no, I I love (laughs) her so much. That's why this cast is so good. But Robin is too. Like Robin and Mm -hmm. Giselle also, oh my God, Giselle outing that um, Juan isn't on the deed to the house.
1: Giselle is out of control.
2: (laughs) But Robin did out it to the audience of Bravo viewers Mm -hmm. like a few weeks ago. So I'm going to kind of give Giselle a little bit of a pass. Okay. Giselle, we love her so. Th- though Giselle may have brought that up also. <laughs> she right
1: <laughs> We had another ominous stepping on Sherry Blossom shot this episode.
2: Yes. Creepy. So I feel like something worse is going to come than Candace, like <laughs> running to producer Eric. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's going to go down. I totally agree.
0: Are we ready for Winterhouse?
1: Sure. <laughs> this is a crazy episode
0: (laughs) we were halfway through a winter house and i was like oh my gosh we have so much to talk about and then we got to the end okay first off you guys probably know the answer to this but if you didn't know who looks older luke or craig
1: i would i would guess that luke is older
0: I think Craig looks like he's 44, and Luke looks like he's 33 to me.
1: You know how, like, sometimes, like, people will just always be the same age in your eyes, no matter how Mm -hmm. they look? Since I've been watching Craig since he was a a baby, I think that's what's clouding my judgment. Okay. (laughs) Craig looks 26 to me. Mm -hmm. Okay,
0: well, you guys were right, because Luke is 38, and Craig is 33, according to Google, 34, according to himself in this episode. (laughs) (laughs)
1: what the hell (laughs) no
0: (laughs) way yes (laughs) okay we need to talk about craig and luke but i I don't even know how to structure this i guess let's just talk about luke first why is luke (laughs) so cringy he's so bad where people are literally shuddering at his touch
1: as we keep getting reminded by his summer house friends who honestly should have like said something to him since they're all so aware of what was going on. He's really stupid and doesn't pick up on cues. Mm
0: -hmm. And he's
1: just going to run with the fact that she said she was into him in the hot tub and just take that as like, she loves me.
0: (laughs) Okay. I think the hot tub thing is interesting because she does say, well, I'm into you. And by the end of the hot tub, she won't kiss him.
1: But that's after the I'm into you.
0: I know. So what happened in the hot tub that started with I'm into you and ended with I don't want to kiss you? I think Luke kept talking, (laughs) to be honest. All right, end of episode, Julia,
2: done. (laughs) But it's like, I mean, I'm proud of Jess because I was worried for her. Like when she speaks, you worry for her. You wonder how do you function day to day? And I'm just like really proud Mm -hmm. of her for like saying so strong and so confident within her own self. Because like...
0: Yeah, people, she, the internet thinks she's an idiot.
1: <laughs> well, uh, she yes. doesn't make a good case for herself in this episode. <laughs>
0: also, uh, I want to let you guys know that people call her Crypto Lindsay online. Nobody calls her, her real name. And uh, you know what's so crazy is Austin has better game than Luke. And Austin just recites like Ryan Gosling quotes. Like Austin doesn't have game. But he does, compared to this guy? Huh?
1: Because Austin doesn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think Luke is suffocating.
1: And Austin just doesn't care. No one will ever be Madison.
0: Uh, Oh, (laughs) Alex. I'm going to quote a comment I saw on Reddit, which was, oh no, Luke is a where's my hug guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ew. I mean, like, even like, the page thing probably made me cringe the most the way he just like t- it was truly like putting in her an
0: hair he he yeah. put his hand in her his fingers in her hair and like stroked her hair it was super inappropriate i think he is harmless i think he's just an idiot yeah, yeah I and agree. i think a lot of these actions are happening
2: because craig is yelling at him constantly for doing the slightest thing. Like that's the problem is like what he was, what Luke was doing with Jess and Paige was inappropriate, but Craig's reaction to that was the same as like when Luke was grilling, like Craig just yells at Luke constantly. Craig isn't doing this
1: to be a good guy. He's doing this because he's still mad about the fireworks,
0: (laughs) which I'm on Luke's side about.
1: (laughs) They're literally still fighting about that like a minute before that whole thing erupts.
0: (laughs) So I was thinking about, I do want to talk about Craig, but then I was so proud of myself for figuring this out. Because I was thinking like, okay, so he's coming on too strong and they're all trying to do the Andrea bring the coffee thing. But they're doing it too soon. (laughs) Only Andrea can get away with that. So you need an accent, huge asterisk by the coffee thing. And I was thinking like, so you need to play games that seems like kind of messed up. But then I was thinking about just because Rachel's a florist. Okay, so you want to hire a florist. You call two florists. One of them calls you back every single day saying, so are we going to do business together? I'm so excited. I gave you my quote. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. That's off-putting. Your other florist, you call, you get a quote, and then you don't talk to them. You don't hear from them. Ooh, mystery. So I guess it's not like a psychological game. It's just you don't want somebody breathing down your neck. Yeah. Sorry, I had to like talk myself down from a, why is Luke so creepy? I'm
1: i blanking. think he's creepy,
0: Elizabeth, because he's creepy and people don't
2: tune into that right away. Because he's cute? Right. As the minutes go on, he talks a lot about himself. He'll talk about maple syrup. He'll talk about $165,000 boats. He'll talk about cabining. I think you just start to think like, ooh, he's going to take me in the woods
0: and murder me.
1: Oh, yeah, this is like the new Dexter season.
0: I think Luke is a boring talker. Yeah. And I think it worked on Hannah one time. So he's like, I got this in the bag, you guys.
1: That was weird editing where it tried to imply that, like, Luke tried and failed with Hannah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) That was a weird reframing of that relationship.
0: (laughs) It was the other way around, for sure. Okay, Craig. Can I start the Craig statement
2: off with Craig saying, dating me is a great life, and Paige's response, I'm hitting my limit.
0: (laughs) I was shocked that he was refusing to clean up after himself, because it's not like he said, I already hired a cleaning service. The
2: funniest thing about this, though, is that we have not seen Paige pick up a pencil. In all the years we've been watching her. That's kind and of her
1: reputation. Sh-
2: she started cleaning. <laughs>
1: and she's like, oh
2: shit. She's got the bag. She's sneaking around. You always want the person you're dating to make you better. Craig is really mm-hmm. making Paige a better person.
0: <laughs> she's just not That's in true. the way you'd think. <laughs> no.
1: She has major like, and this isn't true, but like her, her like behaviors major. Like I've never had a boyfriend before. I'm wrong. <laughs> attitude. Just the way she's like running away from everything and not knowing how to handle any situation at all.
2: She's never had a boyfriend on camera before. All of her boyfriends have stayed away from the house. Like Perry, never. We saw him once.
0: Yeah, we didn't even see him. Craig saying that you can't have fun unless you're trashing a house and then calling Amanda stupid for picking up broken glass. Like I don't even know what I would say to him in that moment. He would say, Winter should be fun. Amanda, not fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Amanda and Kyle, who saw that coming? I'm so
1: happy. It's the married life. I smile life.
0: every time. Change them. <laughs> I hope Kyle's insufferable at the reunion, just on his high horse grilling Craig. That would really do something for me. <laughs>
1: It'd be great, too, because he's tr- always tried to, like, find, like, a male, like, scapegoat to, like, shit on for their behavior. Like, he tried with Luke in Summer House, but it wasn't entirely warranted yet, where he, like, blew yeah. up at him. Like, now he has the perfect person to engage with. It's crazy that Craig was even on last season of Winter House. Like, I don't even remember him last season. And this season, like, he's all I think about when I think of this show.
0: He, he didn't do this last season. Austin was there.
1: Austin's still not there, and neither of the Toms.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot we're getting the Toms. This show's out of control. (laughs) A
2: positive thing that came from this episode is our bar going crew was the funnest
1: time. Too many shots. These people are obsessed with the shots. The budding
0: romance. I love when Rachel came out and her feather touch.
1: she's cool I like that they're having like their own like fun romantic subplot on the side.
0: I love it. <laughs> the internet is all for it too so I'm hoping that means that this is like gonna go somewhere. I know who I don't need Lindsay and Carl. No I forgot they were gonna
1: come too this show is crazy.
0: There's too many people there's like 45 people. how many bedrooms are left?
2: I do want to see Lindsay and Crypto Lindsay side by side, though.
0: I'm all for that. It's so creepy. It's like Crypto Lindsay went to a plastic surgeon with a picture of real Lindsay and said, give me this.
2: (laughs) The creepiest thing is that Jason was trolling the internet for a Lindsay lookalike.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I hope Craig gets it together because it was borderline too stressful to watch. I... Luke being creepy was actually Craig's saving grace because he would have been the ultimate villain for the rest of the season. But now we kind of get to go, well.
1: I watched um the BravoCon uh, Southern Charm panel. Um, <gasps> How'd that
2: go? That's
1: on Peacock. And Craig is a total. He's back to our Bravo boy, Craig, on that. I feel like he, maybe this last season of Southern Charm and this season of Winter House, finally were like, that's it. No more drinking for me.
0: Okay. Cuz that's
1: his tol- that's his vibe the whole time.
0: Oh, up. speaking of bravocon, our boy Luke has pulled somebody. Who do we know who loves off-putting men?
1: Wait, like a bravo person?
2: Yep. Like you just described 90% of all bravo women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Are
0: you ready? Teresa Judice, <laughs> Luke, and a miss Ashley Darby. Have been um. walking around holding hands and hanging out. She would love Luke.
1: Hold up. But that is, I mean, come on. That's a, a Anyone's an upgrade from Michael, but that's a huge upgrade from Michael. I
0: know. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for awards? I hope Ashley wants some jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awards. Now, Alex... You almost spoiled my award in more ways than you think. Because my award is the Alex Morand is mad at Dorit for flip-flopping award. (laughs) And I give this to a future Dorit. Because at BravoCon, somebody asked Erica, who's the next couple to divorce? And she said PK and Dorit. Julia is looking appalled. PK then went on Instagram and was like, she thought her husband was innocent. She thought that the ankle was more important than the brain. She doesn't know anything. Stupid bitch, basically. And then Erica was like, it was a joke. But we know, (laughs) even though she said that her marriage is in trouble, Dorit will not care and will not be mad at Erica next season.
1: She did look a little thrown by that PK porn star comment.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, that was wild. All right, Alex, your award.
1: All right. Well, I also spoiled my own award earlier. <laughs> well, <laughs> Alex, is do on it a again. <laughs> The award for Jen Shaw's understudy, because we're gonna need a Jen Shaw replacement, as Julia alluded to, goes to Heather. I think Heather is going to try to fill those shoes and become queen bee next season without Jen Shaw. And we got a glimpse of it. She even pushes Whitney the same way Jen pushed her season one when they <gasps> had their first Whoa. big riff
0: and like exited
1: the same way like yelling at her that like she betrayed her all that i think she really is trying to come for jen shaw's spot now She's been studying.
0: Uh, we didn't talk about taglines for salt lake city but we also didn't talk about who is center snowflake it was heather and i think it was jen but did you guys notice who sent stuff like this year it's lisa
1: oh hell yeah
0: yes well deserved good yep
2: right alright Julia your award my award I gave it last week I'm giving it this week the Kenya Moore too glam to be sick award goes to Karen this week who sent in her can't come to your high heel dance party Ashley 102 degree fever accompanied that text with a picture of herself posing in front of a car so Karen, congratulations. The King War Too Glam to be Sick Award goes to you. And if you were actually ill, was definitely
0: called into question. I love it. Now, Julia, Giselle could give this award to Miss Mia. We haven't even talked about Mia, but I feel like there's kind of nothing to say. It's
1: true. (laughs) Well,
0: same old Mia. Also, there are too many people. There's too many friend-ofs. I can't keep track. Stop it. Julia,
1: are you so bummed your least favorite? Potomac cast member might be here to stay Wendy no the <laughs> friend of
0: Charise
1: Charisse, Charisse.
0: Uh, also Wendy is also running around I forget yeah, about no, Wendy. she's Miley's
1: favorite too
2: <laughs> Wendy like, oh, complained yeah. about her Potomac job she was like I have to drop my kids off at school then I have to go do this then I have to go do that I don't have time for this and I'm like then leave we don't need you here.
1: It was so funny when it cut to her being like, I had to like be a correspondent this morning. It cuts like the MSNBC clip. And it's like, she, you could tell she's just like making shit up. Like she doesn't really have any commentary on it. She's like, no, her commentary yes, was, I am I'm here so, for it.
0: <laughs> I am so overwhelmed with emotion. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Wendy, do your homework. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. And it's You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.